How many of you, in your desire to get the ideal leg position, a long leg with an internally rotated thigh, toes pointing forward, hip open, you take your legs away from the saddle and rotate inwards and draw them back, only to find it disappears in a few moments. I know I did, and it was frustrating. Despite my best intentions and endless repetitions, it had little impact on my leg. For any time my attention would shift from my leg, it would simply go back to where it was. I couldn't willfully change my leg position. Let me tell you, it took a long journey, including my Feldenkrais training for me to find a better leg position. It took dedication and an approach that was quite surprising. Had someone explained it to me on the surface, I would have rejected it. It seemed it was advising me to do the opposite of what I understood I should do. My hope is for you to figure it out with far less effort, far less confusion, and far less time. Hello, I'm Suzanne DiStefano. I help riders uncover their potential through helping them find the subtle movements that make big changes in their riding. For an ideal leg position, you need to understand it's a whole body organization. Everything contributes to the whole. And here's the basic process. Bring your leg under your torso, and then bring your torso over your legs. So you're more towards a standing position. This is far more a functional position. The action of aligning your torso over your legs with a long back helps you access the powerful muscles of your pelvis and spine for easier leg aids. It contributes to better stability and flexibility on your horse for better riding. It's important to release excess effort in your hip joints and your legs. This is where you find gravity takes your legs and they hang from your hip joints. So think loose legs. Don't concern yourself if they move too much at, at this stage. The important part is not to grip or pinch. Even allow the movement of the horse to bounce them a bit. If there's a difficulty in releasing your hips on the horse, movement exploration off the horse will help you find the relaxation around your hip joints. Most riders should do off-the-horse movement exploration because unnecessary tension is often part of habitual patterns of movement that riders are totally unaware that they are, they are holding somewhere. They don't sense the tension because they're used to functioning in that way, even if it isn't the most efficient or functional. Anyway, back to your leg position. So relax your legs first. Bring your legs under your torso. The helpful exercise for that is standing in your stirrups. Be mindful of how you begin the movement of standing up. Often riders begin by pushing into their stirrups. A far better action is to stand onto your feet, initiating the movement by leaning forward from your shoulders, transferring the weight down your legs, Weighting your knees so they tra- your knees travel slightly down and forward, and then allowing the weight to go down into your heels. 
You explore the to find the sweet spot between having weight in your knees and weight in your heels in order to remain balanced. It's important that you return from standings slowly back to the saddle. You should be able to stop and reverse your movement at any point. That ability to stand, come halfway down, and return to standing requires that you remain balanced at all times. When you return to the saddle, find the point where you come very, very slightly ahead of the vertical, sitting on the flat area of your pelvis in front of your seat bones. You will have a sense of lightness, but you'll still feel like you're sitting in the saddle. In this position, don't adjust anything within this position. Simply observe yourself and observe your leg position. If done well, the leg drapes around the horse. Your lower leg may be slightly too far back, and don't concern yourself about that at this point. It's more important to allow your feet to rest lightly in the stirrups. It can be a giant change in your position, and it will feel very unfamiliar to some of you, especially if you've been conditioned to push into your stirrups to get your heels down. Resist that urge to go back to that familiar place. It's also unfamiliar if you've been sitting on the vertical or even behind the vertical. And again, unfamiliar if you've been arching your back, lower or upper spine. Because if you're at vertical or behind, if you're behind the vertical or you've arched your back too much, that means you've actually gone past upright and are very slightly falling backwards. Now, this is where it gets even stranger for most riders, and I warn you to keep an open mind. If this is not what you want, it'll be easy for you to return to your old habits. And this is what I mentioned in the beginning, that piece of information that I would have rejected because it ran counter to everything I was taught. I needed to draw my leg back into myself in a tiny outward spiral. This is a subtle, very tiny movement that many, when they begin, feels strange and is often overdone. So you put too much effort into doing this movement. This outward spiral is part of a whole body organization that reinforces your alignment of your torso, and evenly distributes the muscular effort to allow for effortless leg and seat aids and allows you to ride with soft arms and hands. Amazingly, when mastered, it no longer feels like you're drawing your leg in. It's simply part of your normal functioning in and out of the saddle. It's a movement pattern that is highly functional in many areas of your life, not just in the saddle. When mastered, you'll not have to constantly adjust and readjust. Your nervous system finds it far more pleasurable and more functional. It adopts it as your normal movement pattern. What I just described brings your torso over your legs, more towards standing. It's very stable and yet allows you to be flexible and light in the saddle. And please don't confuse a deep seat with heavy weight in the saddle. Don't worry that outward spiral that advances your torso over your legs also does not result in arching of your lower back. 
It doesn't rotate your leg to the back of your thighs. In fact, that action of advancing your torso forward brings you on the inside of your thigh, even with that outward spiral. This does not happen overnight. It takes dedication and motivation to invest in yourself over time to uncover this ideal functioning. In fact, exploring out of the saddle is a good way to begin. Simple movements such as coming from sitting to standing is an ideal way to introduce that tiny spiral. And there's many other ways that this can be taught. If you're totally confused or overwhelmed at this point, and your head may be exploding, listen to this podcast again. Give yourself time to process. It is a process that takes most a leap of faith to begin. In fact, I felt I had exhausted all possibilities. I believed I was a failure and completely lacked talent in the saddle. I learned this in my Feldenkrais training and found it was extremely useful and solved many of my difficulties in the saddle. I am not expecting you to fully understand this, and you shouldn't at this point with just this podcast. It takes commitment to find this way of functioning. It is a simple movement, but it's not easy, just like riding. Remember, if you've been rotating your leg inward to improve your leg position, as I had done repeatedly, like I said, I did it in the beginning and failed, there has to be something else. I have found this solution. I've observed myself in this coordination in minute detail. I've broken it down into smaller steps so you can learn this. It doesn't take extraordinary talent, but it takes time. It takes attention to detail. It takes a lot of focus, a commitment, and dedication to invest in how you function. Basically, it's not a quick fix but I can help you make some of these changes very quickly. And depending on where you are as a rider, the, this organization can happen reasonably quickly, or depending where you are, if you're a beginner, it will take a little more time. Now, now there are other suggestions to keep in mind for your leg position, but I'll leave those for another podcast digest this concept. It's a big concept to grasp. Let me know if you have any questions. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram or contact me on my email at info at suzannedestefano.com. And until the next podcast, enjoy your time with your horse.